Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Good morning. It's the world's nicest, most humble Sports Talk Radio host. At least that's what the big voice just told me. I'm going to lean into it. Happy Friday. Thanks for being here. What's going on? Tom Celestino is back. Many of you have been reaching out about Tom the last few days. I've been getting I've been getting some notes. Getting some messages. Tom, you are connecting with the audience. Good morning, Diesel. Happy Friday. No more hump days, no more tricks. Your weekend is almost here. It's it's swiftly approaching to the speed of Rider Than You. Good morning, Bill. We made it. We finally made it to Friday, and I appreciate everyone checking in on me. I think it's a wellness check. I am okay. I'm <laughs> doing check. just great. Can we get some people to Diesel's house? Just wellness check. We heard him on the radio. Just want to make sure, for that matter, bogus too. We're just we're worried about everybody that's got to work with this this Rider cat. That would be that would be great. Um, we're gonna do some picks here in just a minute. Are you locked in? Are you prepared? Are you ready? Are you feeling confident? Do you have a sense uh, of how this NFL season and all of its glory and heartache and struggles is going to start to go in the ways that matter starting tomorrow, pal? Uh, not at all, but I'm going to make okay. some picks anyway. Love it. Um, bef- well, not before we do. We're going to do that, but let me give you a little little roadmap. A little roadmap to the show. What's going on over the next couple hours? Lamar Jackson put out a statement that is a public relations stunt, and while I don't want to say I don't believe him when he says things about his injury status, we're certainly going to wade into, I think, a deserved level of, of skepticism, even though we don't know what's going on with Lamar Jackson, other than he will not play for the Ravens over the course of the weekend. Uh, we will tell you a story about me being the world's most awkward person with someone that's important. It's kind of a name drop, but I'm not going to say the name, but it's sort of a... It's going to sound like a humble brag, but it's really just me pointing out that I am an idiot often in real life and not just here on the radio. Uh, really pumped. And, and, and I, look, I'm being serious on this part. Then there's going to be some sarcasm. It's good to have work. I'm not complaining about having two jobs. I love this job. I love the fact that I get to do CBS Sports HQ in the evenings and over on CBS Sports Network during the day sometimes. And I got first world problems. But... Come on, Luca. Some of us wanted to go to bed last night. I don't even know how they do it on the East Coast. Luca Doncic single-handedly extended the uh, evening of, of NBA fans for about 45 minutes or so. Come on, bro. Be better than that. Or don't be that good. Man, it was amazing. And I'll have nice things to say, even though they lost in double overtime, about the Lakers team that pushed Doncic there. Yeah. Well, front energy. Tommy just started dancing. Tommy... Tommy, you know, tabby tabby shoes over here, whatever's going. He's got some moves. <laughs> you look like you can dance, actually. You know, every time people break out, 
because I can see you on Skype. Were you were you kind of a dancer? Is that one of your secret weapons? Uh, only at weddings when I've had multiple adult beverages. I like it. You're not you're not talking Dr Pepper either. Uh, no, not Dr Pepper. More of the uh, even more adult than that. What is your go-to adult beverage at a wedding? Are you are you rocking the hard stuff? Are you drinking light beer? Like what what are you doing? No, I go mixed drink. I go a little rum and coke. When the rum and coke comes out, so does Tommy Tab dancing shoes. <laughs> and nobody that. asked for it. I hey, I I can't dance, and nobody asked for that. But I also provided at weddings. Uh, Nick Costos is going to be on the show an hour from now, our gambling guru, literally the face of, of all of these gambling enterprises, which are, I would argue, the, the best in the country. Uh, Nick's incredible. You better you bet host. And, you know, I think more important to me, just because I, I like having guys on that I, that I have chemistry with, a good friend, a buddy, I'm a big fan. He's on every Friday. He'll be on in an hour. We got buy or sell. How's buy or sell today? Dance, dance. You know, can can you dance your way to giving us a little, a little just inside onto it, pal? Let's say that it is a luxurious Friday edition of Whoa, Buy or Sell. Oh, we're getting fancy up in here. A little Dior. I have a lot of Friday energy, and I can tell through the first five minutes. So do you. This is going to be a weird show. I was going to try to drop some luxury brands to le- like all oh, little Dior Buy or Sell, and I was going to say Kate Spade, but I don't know. is Kate? Do they make bags? I'm not sophisticated or enough for that. I, yes, sure. Why would people go into stores and spend money on, on a on a bag to carry the other crap you got to spend money on? Just get a get a purse for the Target. <laughs> I'm with you on that one. I don't get it. Eight hundred dollars for a a bag that hides all the other. Anyway, I don't. I don't. I'm both a dude and an idiot, so I don't. Which those can correlate. I don't. I don't know. Um, and we got bum bum of the week at, at the end of the program. I've got several contenders, but I'm gaining steam as I speak. And unfortunately, I do that for the next hour and a half. So who knows what'll happen by the end of the show? If you want to call us eight five five two one two four CBS is the phone number. Twitter sports writer sports R E I T E R. I was gonna open with Lamar, and I, I don't. I don't. I think he might be full of it, which he might be. But I don't want to do that. I don't care enough about that guy. I don't really know what to tell you about Lamar Jackson. We'll, 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 we'll parse it in 15 minutes. Tommy, I just want you and I to just talk some, some football. I want to make some predictions. I want to set us out all the storylines to a degree and just be like, here's who's going to win and here's who's going to lose. And I'm sorry to spring this on you. Only a top-level producer can handle this. Not that you're not. This is not fair. Any chance, I should have told you before the show, any chance you got some, some football music we can just roll. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. Magic fingers. We call that a board up once in a show I did. Because just the fingers push the buttons and the magic comes out. Let's go. It's right. wild card weekend. You know we got CBS NFL music ready to go. I'm excited. Seattle at Niners. So the Niners are, for many people, including Vegas, the, the favorites to come out of a really interesting, but I, I would say not particularly formidable NFC picture. That's the defense, that's the way they played of late, and certainly that's Brock Purdy stepping in and looking every bit as capable as, say, Jimmy Garoppolo, who has taken them to everything but an actual win in the Super Bowl, including last year, uh, a play away in the NFC Championship game from being in another Super Bowl. That feels like it's more about the head coach and Kyle Shanahan and the weapons around whoever the QB is. Still give Brock Purdy credit, but but Tom, and I'm taking the Niners, I'm not, I'm not pretending otherwise, but as I thought about this yesterday... And I really thought about it from a gambling perspective. As much as I think the Niners are going to win, and I do, 
it's a rivalry game. Those things matter. These teams loathe each other. Pete Carroll is playing not just on house money in terms of the expectations of this game and the, the lack of expectations he would make the postseason, but there's a certain swagger that is just unique to when you you have a nemesis and your reputation's on the line and you succeed and they fail in the sort of same in the same arena. This is still a continuation of the Pete Carroll is better than Russell Wilson, oh my God, we had a backwards saga that has played out over the course of the year. And I think all of that just gives Seattle a lot less pressure and much more of an opportunity against a, a, a rookie quarterback who's never played in the postseason with these questions. I mean, have you ever seen an, a rookie that's played fewer games where so many people are, are, are like, oh, yeah, they're making the Super Bowl? It's, it's far from a guarantee. And I and most of us are probably giving them too much credit. I, I think the Niners win this game. I mean, that's not, I'm not going on any kind of a limb. But I think there's the potential, because there's always surprises, for Seattle to play a lot better than people think. I don't, I don't have the guts to say they're going to win. I do have the guts to bet them to cover. That's a different conversation. We'll have it with Nick Costos later. But it wouldn't shock me if we come in here on, on Monday and one of the big storylines is, holy cow, this mediocre football team in Seattle, I guess, isn't so mediocre. When I look at this game, Bill, I try to break it down to three important factors. First, I'm going to start with the quarterbacks. Brock Purdy, a rookie, as you said, never been in this situation before. And this is not a slight when I say this. On the other side, you got Geno Smith, who's had a magical season. I just don't know that you can count on him come playoff time. So let's be fair. Let's say that the quarterback situation is a wash. You look at head coaches, Pete Carroll and Kyle Shanahan. I don't know who's the better coach. Ooh, I think, I mean, yeah, historically... It's Pete Carroll, Exactly, right? historically. Resume. But right now, yep. I think it's close to call. I think you can make the argument either way. I'll be, I'll be kind and I'll call it a wash. Defense, there's no question about it. It's the 49ers. I think Seattle's going to struggle to put points up on the board. I think I would, I would be surprised if the 49ers didn't win this game. So maybe maybe like a 17 kind of 10 kind of vibe? Like an ugly, grinded-out game. I'm with you. I also think... And again, there's not enough sample size on Purdy to know. There are known unknowns here that are a real thing. This is all speculative based on the limited information we have. I'll close with this. I think the Niners are obviously going to win. But I think this is actually a more dangerous game than it should be because I think once Brock Purdy wins a playoff game and has that experience, we've seen his ability to take some successes and translate that very quickly to feeling comfortable. Win this game, and I think the Niners become actually more formidable, even though the competition, in theory will be starkly more challenging going forward. Okay, uh, next up, I'm just going to do this in the order of the actual schedule of the games because this is the order we're going to watch them in. I probably should be more on the Chargers in Jacksonville against a resurgent, but but not that long ago broken Jags team it is a close football game. And I'm not telling you that Justin Herbert's a bum. I'm not, <clears throat> D-Cell. Like some people on the show saying, oh, yeah, Herbert's hamming it up with, it, with the injury earlier in the year. I just, I'm a huge believer in momentum. And this is the Jags team now that people thought they were going to be last year under Urban, Meyer, and Dysfunction. Please don't come back. I just added that last part at the end, even though he's never going to. Trevor Lawrence has looked really good. Give Doug Peterson credit. Confidence matters in the National Football League in these moments. They're at home. I think that in a year or two, there's a really good chance, as good as Herbert is, and again, I'm not a Herbert hater, that Trevor Lawrence is going to be universally considered the better quarterback or the quarterback with the higher ceiling as a certainty, because he's been fixed. But we've, 
were such captains of the moment. When he came out of college, he's the next, whatever, Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck, generational QB. And now it's, uh, he's like, okay, he's playing okay. He can still be extraordinary. I think you may see that in this game. I'm very comfortable telling you, Tommy, I, I like the Jags, man. You get no argument from me. I'll admit it. I am a Justin Herbert hater. I don't think he's lived up to the potential thus in terms of winning games. But let, let me say this. You think he's a faker? <laughs> no, I'm not going to oh, say okay. that. The reason why I like Jacksonville is actually because of the head coach of the Chargers. He's too married to the analytics. Time and time again, we've seen him make big mistakes in crucial points of games. Brandon Staley loves the analytics, doesn't know when to trust his gut versus using those numbers. Listen, I can't point to you and say this is exactly what Jacksonville does well as a team. They're just a good all-around football team. I'm with Jacksonville. It, you're right, by the way, about about Staley's approach. But it's so weird how going back to Marty Schottenheimer's 14 and two season. This is a you were probably nine when that field goal sailed. I think it sailed right. They just the Chargers have always found ways to lose close games and to be when they're interesting not like a little bit less than they need to be. It's just whether it's bad officiating, bad bad playmaking, bad luck, bad decision-making, it's been very strange. Um, I don't want to belabor Dolphins at Bills very long. There's no Tua. This is not going to be much of a football game. And I do think that Buffalo, not that you look past teams in the playoffs ever, but I think Buffalo's probably secretly pretty angry that they don't have the bye that probably in the long run should have been theirs. They let go of the rope a little bit. Gives them some focus. They're at home. And I don't like conflating what happened with DeMar Hamlin to, to, to what we're talking about now. But when you've, if you've lost someone you love early, or in this case have almost lost them, you've seen it, it does give you perspective. And I at the, at the risk of being trite, and bringing up something that matters, which is this young man's life. Thank God he's okay so far, and he's out of the hospital. With something that really does in the long run, which is football games, I, I, I do think that there's a joy that's going to be a part of this game as they they play for him in a way that's not lip service, and they don't have to do it in his memory, right? He's alive, he's well, he's okay. I just, they could have been the underdog, and I, I, sort of, I would like Buffalo in this spot. They're not. I love what Mike McDaniel did with the Dolphins. Buffalo could win this game by 28 points. This game for me is nothing other than a bummer. I mean, we remember week three when Miami beat Buffalo, albeit it was in Miami, but yep. this game is just not even going to be a game. Giants and Vikings. I'm going Giants. I can't believe it. By the way, I can give you – I know it feels so – it just feels – it feels awful. It feels gross, doesn't it? It's like ordering sushi in Akron the night before you interview LeBron James. That was a mistake even before <laughs> that was – that was a – oh, man. I was Anyway, no offense to Akron. It was the wrong restaurant. I'm not going to sit here and give you all the reasons I think the Giants are a good football team. There are some things they do well. They have built a better level of, of competence at the NFL level. Their quarterback is is fine. Obviously, they're turning the culture around there. I just I don't believe in Kirk Cousins, and I think that he will throw 31 interceptions in this game, Tom. <laughs> I'm going to take the opposite side, and I don't feel a whole lot better about it. I don't believe in Daniel Jones. I mean, I, I, I can't I sit here it. and tell you that. Kirk Cousins is going to lead the Vikings to the promised land, but I certainly don't feel that way about Daniel Jones either. Uh, purely just because I want to take the opposite side. This is a tough game to call. I'm going to go with the Vikings. Final score is 6-3. More uh, that, that more turnovers. Right. That could more, be the turnover yeah, battle too. More turnovers than points. Um, Ravens and Bengals is not going to be much of a game. We told you Lamar Jackson's is not going to be out there. Joe Burrow has told us that he is the greatest force that God has ever given sports in his own way, and I like it. I dig it. I'm into it. 
He should, you know how he smokes a cigar just to celebrate? He does that just to celebrate his life. He just on a random, right now, he could be driving wherever. Yeah, I'm, yeah, light one up. I'm awesome. He is, though. I mean, this is, this, this is, this is, uh, Bengals all day. Not a lot to say. This is just like Miami and Buffalo. This is a huge bummer. This game had so much potential if Lamar played, but yeah, Cincinnati by so many points. Uh, Cowboys at Bucks holiday weekend for all of you, not for us. We'll be here entertaining you. We're excited on Monday to be here. Don't need to get into it too much. We'll talk a lot on Monday. But just since we're doing this, I think Tampa Bay is going to beat. I think they're going to beat the Cowboys by thirteen points. Call me an idiot. I'm going to do it again. Never. I'm going to fall in love with the Dallas Cowboys. They're going to fool me yet again. Give me Dallas. Fool me once. Shame on. Shame on you. Fool, fool me. Twice. Don't you fool, fool me again. <laughs> One of those moves. All right. I'm in a good mood. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. If you got some predictions and you want to rattle them off, 855-212-4CBS or Twitter, the Twitter machine, Sports Writer, Sports R-E-I-T-E-R. Uh, we're going we're gonna to hear from Bogus. We'll get some of his picks. We'll get into the Lamar Jackson statement. And I've got, man, I can be awkward and I got a story for you. Get the name drop. Get the ironic name drop drop ready even though I'm not going to give you the guy's name because I got a story to tell you next here on CBS Sports Radio looking to save time and money who's not in the new year get hello fresh and take control of the clock and your budget with delicious recipes delivered right to your door spend less time in the kitchen with new fast and fresh recipes like falafel power bowls or southwest pork and bean burritos each packed with flavor and ready in just 15 minutes and with over 35 weekly recipes and 70 seasonal and convenience items there's always something new to try and pre-portioned ingredients and step-by-step instructions make it easy to whip up a tasty meal you know where right at home you got it they're still good too this year skip that extra trip to the market Cut back on takeout and get HelloFresh delivered instead at 25% cheaper than takeout. HelloFresh is the easiest and most delicious way to save. Start the year off right with a great deal on America's number one meal kit. Sign up today for 22 free meals. That's 22 free meals plus shipping with code THANU22. That's THANU22 at HelloFresh.com slash, it's the name of the show minus my name, THANU22. That's code THANU22 at HelloFresh.com slash THANU22. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you. Happy Friday. Along with Tommy, Pretty Daddy, Tap Dancing Shoes, DeCelestino, and Andrew, Regal as you come, Bogish. There's a Regal vibe to, to Bogues, isn't there? Like a very, like, chill, smart, but snarky, but kind, but, like, you know? And also, Bill, I don't know if you noticed now, best friend, please don't take this the wrong way. The more salt and pepper you go with your beard and your oh, hair, yeah. I think the Regalness, if that's a I, word, I, I didn't want sets in be- even more. I wasn't going to bring that up. I wasn't going to Nick Costos this thing on a Nick Costos day, but it is really distinguished looking. I like it. I do too. Well, you're saying it as if I'm choosing for it to be this way, and I guess I am by not dying it, but this is, this is nature taking its course. I'd love for this to be a decision from me, but it is not. Nine out of ten writer men, literally, I've, done the, I've counted. I have so many cousins and uncles, go, go from you know black-brown hair to gray to, to white by their by their by their by age 40. I'm a statistical anomaly. So all my uncles, all my, like, they all, and I think it looks, I think it looks good, man. I uh, prefer but, to be doing that. I'm just losing it all together. Yeah, yeah, having hair is the thing. You gotta, you gotta grow along though, buddy. That's what I'm doing here, friend. I'll sh- I can give you, you know, this is meant to c- go back and cover where the thinness is. But I feel like if it's Is there so- thinness? Yeah. I've never noticed. I'm not kidding. Well, we're all, we're very rarely in the same room, and I very rarely turn my back on you because we're the best friends. But so. nobody looks at everybody's <laughs> back. It doesn't matter. Like if you're, it's the front, man. Well, it's at the, the Ranger front. game. Oh wait, you can't. You canceled that on me. So look, look. What time is the Ranger game? Because I've got, I've got, I've got a drink. I just got this schedule. Hold on, it's with somebody. I got a, I've got a six o'clock drink. I think it'll be over at seven. I don't know where Manhattan is going to be. I right. can make it, maybe. No, I've already rescheduled myself for that. I'm night. a strong I'm maybe up until the moment that that drink ends at their right. decision making. You know what we'll do the next morning, the morning of the 23rd, I believe. Um, we'll just, the three of us will sit together and Diesel will watch highlights with Diesel of the Ranger I, I, game from the night before. I'm going to go to Cavs Knicks for work. But I could like get a ticket and because all my all that work is usually pregame talking to people, and we could sit together at Cavs Knicks on Tuesday night. Yeah, the twenty third. Mm, I'm booked up on Tuesdays. That's a rough night you for me. You weren't invited, me. but it's yeah. sweet that Got you it. jumped in the conversation. Got it. All right, can I? Do you have that name drop thing? I'm not going to. Can I just tell you guys what an idiot I am? I'm going to tell you. I'm not real happy about this story. Um, name drop. I got you, D cell. Yeah. Yeah, don't don't rush it. <laughs> I appreciate that. That's what best friends do. They cover for each other. <laughs> don't a, rush it. Take your time. That was a best friend moment. <laughs> I am constantly calling GMs, and there are eight, probably too honest here. Um, there are not 30 that call me back on demand, right? There are a, a good number. Then there's a number of them that will call me back, but it takes a minute. And then there's a few that, that don't like me very much. And that, I'm sorry, Sam Presti, what, what happened to us? And, um... And he said, "Am I not? That's why they won't." And by the way, I was wrong on Sam Presti. We got to do a like a, I'm an idiot segment because no Knicks fans. I'm not putting Jalen Brunson there, but I got a few. Oh, do you got you got it? We got we got a name drop. <laughs> Can't even give you the name. But I was I've been trying to get hold of this. G- <laughs> I know it's ridiculous. I've been trying to get hold of this GM. You guys tell me if this is my fail. 
I've been trying to get hold of this GM. Had the GM's number for for a long time, right? I, I'm always around, and my son Henry, probably not gonna like I told this story, um, had a had a loose tooth, and tried to pull it out and only got part of it, and there was a lot of blood. So I I got I got called to school, right? Everything was fine, everything's fine, but it was one of those like you're a parent, you're going, can you, you gotta you gotta be at the school, right? Like it's it's disrupting your day, and I pull into his school little circle drive, and. Lori runs into handle because I'm Lori. She's like, just stay here, like car running in case I come out with him. I'm like, all right, so I'm sort of like frantic, and I'm sure things are fine. What's going on? And I get a call from a city. I can't tell you which city because, again, I can't tell you who it is. And I always get these spam these spam calls from the same city, and I don't recognize the number. I'm like, what? I'm like, hello? Like, all pissed off. And the person talking to him, and I go, I don't know who the hell is this? And there's a pause. And the guy's like, oh, it's me, the GM of this NBA team. And I go, oh, hey, man. And it's super awkward. <laughs> and he's, I'm like, he's like, hey. And I can hear, like, airports. I'm like, I'm at the airport. Sorry, I'm at the airport. Did I? And I can't understand what he's saying. And I'm like, did you? Who? But I don't want to say. I'm like, who is it? He's like, oh, it's me, the GM. I'm like, oh, this is, is this a new phone? He goes, oh, no, I have several. He tells me I've got several burners. <laughs> so he's got a phone. My question, it, got, it wasn't great. Is this my fault, Bogish? Did I screw this up? Maybe? No, I don't think it's not your fault. It sounds like maybe you were uh, slightly angrier than you should have been. I was agitated. Right, but I don't think that's your (laughs) fault, and I don't think it would have been wrong for you to point out that you're in the middle of your kid's face falling apart. I I did. Okay. Yeah. I was like, uh, he's like, sounds like it's a bad time. Like, I'm actually at my kid's school. Like, can I? I never do this either. Like, can I? Just, can I hit you back? He's like, absolutely. And then I, then I'm like, oh, cool. Then I try to make small talk for like 30 seconds, and then he got into it. And he's like, and I'm like, oh, I, got, I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go. Anyway, I'm an idiot. That's the point of the story. That's it. That's the story. Now, do you have to ask him which burner to call him back on? So that's the thing I wanted to ask you guys. He's like, oh, I'm getting on a plane, but like, call me back. So I called him back, voicemail. I texted that phone. Do I? Is it too thirsty? Is it too desperate to hit him back? Do I text him on both phones? I think you go both. I don't think that's too thirsty. No way. Do you? Do you do a group? I once here. here you can oh, push name text drop here. all the numbers here. Push name drop here because this is a name drop. Um, especially when I lived in Kansas City, I would occasionally. Like, go have a beer with, with Bill Self and just shoot the breeze. And because I had written about him a bunch, I like Bill and I know him. And, and when I used to write about college basketball and do na- more national stuff, writing wise, and he would have, he has like four numbers. I would just text all of them, and it just felt a little desperate. I'd be like, you know, Bill Self, Bill Self, Bill Self, Bill Self. Hey, man, you want to get a beer? You think, you, you know, how it's weird? are you supposed to know? Like, that's, that's, you oh. can't know which one he's using that day at that time. You need to, you know, hit the guy up for information or continue your conversation. No, that's not too thirsty. And I love that insight, and I respect where you're coming from. I'm just really quick and a double check with Andrew. I appreciate I, that. All right, so give me the give me the timeline again because like, the timeline's more important to me than the actual ways you're reaching out. So it's not the other weird thing is it's not pressing. I talked to this guy last week, right? right? So he he was just I think saying hi. It's not like I was aggressively reaching out to this guy. I mean, I'm always checking in with people, and some people will call me back immediately. And those people, I, I tend to check out, check in with if I just want to talk to them that day. And some people, I'm right. Like it takes me a few days to get on the phone if I pull back the curtain. This is one of those people. So, but I don't. I just talked to him. So, so yesterday, twenty two hours ago, this went down. 
sent a text. Now I'm trying to, I've decided if I should send a mass like a text to his two phone numbers that I that I now have of what I guess are seven phones. Yeah, I, I don't mind the multi I don't I don't mind the group okay. text okay. to one person. I don't okay. know the right answer as to when you should follow up with the hey, can you call me back again text. Yeah, I'll give that a little a little time. I think you might clear the weekend. I think on Monday you'd be allowed yes. to circle back and be like, hey, just catching up for the smooth. weekend. You know, if you got 10 minutes, I'm free later today or whatever. Why do these guys need 50 phones? I don't know. I don't I know. Mean, Is it, do they care about paper trails? Like, do they care like if somebody's going to, like, that, like, Woj going to show his, like, phone log one day? And he can be like, well, that's not my number. Maybe. It's, it's not a public record. I mean, maybe, maybe there's a phone where they just avoid agents. I know some of these guys just hate talking to agents. Okay. Or they don't want things on their company phone, like their team-issued phone. You know, that's true, because te- teams have access. That's right. Yeah, maybe that's it, when they're texting other, other, about other jobs. Yeah. Right? And, and, you, and you've got a number. You've got a phone before you've got a job. So, you know, you grow up in New York like I would. I've got my 917 number. But if I take a job in Minneapolis, maybe I get a T-Wolves-issued phone. But I, got, I don't want to give up my old number, so I keep both going. See, I still have a 305 number from when I covered LeBron in the Heat. So I have a Miami number, which is always, hi, I'm from the Midwest. I live in L.A. Please call me back on my Miami phone number. It's instant credibility. The Miami number? Makes you seem cool right away. He's from Miami. Done. So my, my I'm going to call him back. to people. My number is a liar because cool I am not. But all right. I like it. Um... That went a little long. Uh, Bogus, real quick, who who, uh, who you got in this Giants game? I went Vikings. No, I went Giants, sorry. D-Cell went Vikings. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with my buddy D-Cell here. Really? Yeah, I just, I, I again, I I don't think the Giants are that good. I don't, I don't understand kind of how they've won as many games as they have. Maybe by now I should give them more credit for that. But, you know, as... Annoying as Kirk Cousins is, he should be the better quarterback tomorrow. Dalvin Cook and Saquon Barkley are almost a push, and and Justin Jefferson is like better than all five top giant pass catchers combined. It's in Minnesota. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I think the Giants playoff, you know, babies are going to make mistakes, and the Vikings are going to capitalize, and they're going to win. Let me ask you a question: um, the Vikings are plural. The Giants aren't. But let's say only one Giant showed up to the battle. Would the Vikings beat a Giant? Depends on the Giant. Okay. They'd struggle with Saquon Barkley. If it was just Daniel Jones, they'd be okay. Do we, Were Vikings back in the day more formidable in the water? Because they would, or was like, were they land warriors? Or they just came by water? Um, I think they, they came by water, which gave them an advantage of those that didn't have ships, possibly. Right. But not like the British Empire when they were rocking and rolling on the waves and just take, you know. Hi, Tom. Yeah. Tom loves this talk. Surprise you're not a Viking expert. Like an actual, like, you know, Leif Erikson nugget or two here. Uh, No, but in that situation with one giant and multiple Vikings, I'm going to take the Vikings. Okay. Okay. Um, Lamar Jackson put out a statement. I'm going to read it to you now. Please stop doubting me. It is hurting my feelings. The end. That is not actually. That is not actually the statement. I found it really strange that a quarterback 
in the playoffs when his team is supposed to be focused on that. This this feels like it maybe wasn't company team approved on his own social media. Basically told people, here's my injury. I really wish I could be out there. Please believe me. Is that a fair interpretation, guys, of, of what's going on? I felt like a PR stunt to me and not an act of, of um, oh, I miss my teammates. It definitely had a motive, but I was glad that he did it. You were. Yeah, because I think it bothers me sometimes when people, teams, like, let the doubts, let the rumors, let the whispers linger when they could just stop them all. Like, the reason why we are where we are, wondering why Lamar is not out there, is because the Ravens at first said, like, one to three weeks. And that if he had a grade two PCL sprain, it was never going to be that. And then it got amped up by John Harbaugh having being like annoyed by the where's Lamar question and saying, I'm not talking about that anymore, as if he was fed up with the situation, as if he was fed up with Lamar not being there. So why? So instead of letting us sit here and wonder about why he's not out there, how badly is he hurt, is he protecting himself, is, this, is he mad because he doesn't have an extension yet, he tells us what's going on. And I think I take him at his word. And now we'd move on and realize that whenever he comes back, it's good because he's got a real injury. All reasonable if, Cell, we take him at his word. Yeah, like I think Bogus, I think that's a calculated part on the Ravens. Like I think they left you wondering on purpose. Like when was the last time we saw a superstar athlete be the one to give us the absolute details via social media about his serious injury? This is usually a team statement. Like there's a reason the Ravens didn't say this. Right, because for a while, I guess they wanted to make people wonder. and maybe... They are frustrated with Lamar yeah, I think Jackson. There's a, I think there's a disconnect for sure. Well, that's, I mean, that's how it sounded to me. Like, that was the official turning point for me. The first time Harbaugh was like, I'm not talking about this anymore. That sounded like he was mad at the situation. He was mad at Lamar that, they, that Lamar should be there by now. This was so avoidable. Get the contract done last offseason when the Ravens were willing to sit down and talk with you, and you said you were concentrating on football, which maybe that was the case. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe there's an, another ulterior motive. This could have been avoidable. Like, okay, he's under contract long-term. They're committed to him. He has a serious injury. He won't be playing. But now we have all these questions. Has Lamar, is he going to get traded? Is he going to get tagged? We have no idea now where these two sides stand with talking to each other. I mean, we don't need to know where they stand contractually right now. We need to know why he's not on the field. And the two options were he's hurt or... You don't think they go hand in hand? Well, they we, they will go hand in hand. But like they're not going to trade him or release him or sign him to an extension now. They've got a playoff game this weekend. And for whatever reason we were al- allowed to think bad things about Lamar Jackson. It, so if it, I'm Lamar Jackson, I won't be able to stop thinking bad things about me. Is it too much of a stretch to read this? Because he is very detailed in his description of his injury. It's a grade two. It's a PCL grade two sprain on his knee. It's borderline strain three. There's still inflammation. It's very detailed. Is it fair to, because to, my takeaway is they disagree on the diagnosis. Like there's a disagreement on either the actual diagnosis or what it should mean in terms of recovery or recovery time. To, to me, it's to me it's a guy feeling like, and I don't know who to, is to blame here, that they have done him wrong in terms of what's happened, maybe internally and se- certainly externally. And, and I'm not sure they're on the same page, and I wouldn't be sh- shocked if they're not on the same page, even on the injury. 
Right. Which happens. Sure, that happens too. But even shy of that, there's just the team's desire to keep things confusing for the other side. Right. You know, the Dolphins chose not to do that this week with Tua. They could have strung us along and said, we're hoping, maybe, maybe. And then every day said, didn't practice, didn't practice, didn't practice. But on Monday, they were like, he's not playing. They took it off the table. The Ravens have never taken it off the table that Lamar was going to play this weekend. And putting myself in the situation that he was in, I would not be able to ignore the fact that people were questioning my toughness, my willingness to play, my ulterior motives. Like, in general, I if I was hurt, I would tell everyone I was hurt and why I was hurt. And maybe that's why I'm struggling. Maybe that's why I'm not on the field. Like, the secrecy part, strategically, I get that to a certain extent until it starts to hurt my feelings. When it hurts I'm my withholding feelings, so many jokes right now. Go ahead. When it hurts my feelings, like, you're going to know that I stubbed my toe or that my shoulder's got broken, it. or I've got a grade three, which is the worst kind of PCL sprain. You're going to know that, so you stop being mean to me. Uh, and this is sort of a non sequitur or off a tangent off something you said, and I may be wrong here. I am so over the NFL and college coaches thinking they have to trick the opposition so that the coordinators have to spend more time in the film room, and that's going to give us a huge advantage. Everybody preps everything. I mean, there's so much tape at this part of the season. Do you, do we really think that tricking the opposition into thinking that the Bengals might actually, that there's a percentage shift in the likelihood of the game going a different direction because certain coordinators have to spend more time game planning Lamar? Than, I mean, give me a, that's, it's ridiculous to me. They have tons of resources. They know what their game plan is. They're going to go to the tape anyway. They're, I mean, I just I don't buy it. I don't buy there's a difference knowing the QB or not at this stage no, of the season. No, it's a waste of time, and specifically for the Ravens, who have designed their depth chart to, if they have three Lamar-like quarterbacks. Right. Like, it's not like they're going to go to something completely different if he can't play. Tyler Huntley's the backup for a reason, because he can do some of the things that Lamar Jackson can do. So it's not even like you've got to prep for two different offenses. You're actually prepping for an easier version, a less threatening version of their normal offense. Exactly. All right, good talk. Well, let's do this. Let's um let's do a little basket bill here on the show. I'm going to do something shocking, guys. I'm going to say something nice about the Lakers come off come off of uh, off of a loss after I learn how to speak, so I'll just do that here in a minute. In the meantime, let's get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogish. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. 
podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you. We'll make this sort of quick. We'll make it... Fairly brief, but let's get into that crazy Mavs-Lakers game last night. Bill Ryder has the NBA takes you need to hear. This is Best Get Bill. Two major takeaways for me, Diesel, or three, if people want to hear about how excited I was that they came to keep it going. I'll be on CBS Sports HQ when this game ends at 4 in the morning. Hashtag no one cares. One. Luka Dodgers is such a machine and such a beast. And in an era where there's so many guys put up numbers, and there's so many, I think, legitimate candidates to be the MVP this year, Dodgers possesses the rarest thing of all when it comes to remarkable talent, and that's the ability to harness that talent under massive pressure. And it's not like he did it last night and we've never seen it before. He hit two insane threes in overtime and double overtime, if I'm remembering properly. And it was clutch, oh my God, are the Lakers going to, no, there's Luka. Little separation, boom. Long three, boom. And his ability to do that in the postseason and to be an utter force is a legitimate threat that will shape the NBA for a long time. I don't think they're good enough. They did play good defense, the math, last night, and they've been bad defensively this year. My other takeaway, Tommy, I'm not a big Lakers believer. I don't think they're ever going to be very good. I thought Anthony Davis on the uh, side of, of the action, talking to LeBron in street clothes, Hello, Charles Barkley, uh, was telling that he's got to be on the floor. But haven't seen a lot of fight like that from the Lakers this year. They were they were battling. I have covered enough LeBron James teams up close day-to-day to know what it looks like when finally a group of not-as-talented players start to buy into the idea that if they just work their tails off, LeBron's presence is going to make them competitive. That's always a good sign. I mean, it was physical, borderline dirty. It was gritty. They were fighting, but that is exactly what they need to do. And three... Russell Westbrook played really, really well. And it's not just the box score if you didn't watch the game. It's not just the numbers. He didn't force as many shots. He played, forget the effort, he actually played really good defense, which is not a thing you're going to consistently get from Russ, but he did it. I know the Lakers are, what are they, four games under five hundred, I believe. I know we're halfway through the season. I don't think they're going to be particularly amazing. But if they're going to go down, do it with some heart and some fight and some vigor. And we saw that great basketball game from a Mavericks team that's probably not good enough because of their depth but is going to be able to at least imitate a contender because of Luka versus a team in the Lakers 
that have a Luka-like player, better, historically, I get it, just so far down the road, LeBron can't do what Luka did in that game. LeBron can be impactful. He just can't carry them the way that he used to. Hell of a basketball game. And that was Bass Kid Bill. I mean, seeing Westbrook out there is still so strange to me, T-Cell, because I cover the NBA. I know that he plays for the Lakers. I'm aware that he's out there. I understand he could be sixth man of the year. I, I understand all the particulars. And every time I see him on the floor, I think, hasn't that guy retired? I Literally, I just... <laughs> He should. I mean, he shouldn't retire, but I mean, he had, a, he had a great game, by the way. He even hit some big threes. The uh, two of the three worst three-point shooters in the NBA by percentage this year, and if you have enough attempts to qualify, two of the three are play for the Lakers. One is LeBron James. The other is Russell Westbrook. And Westbrook hit two monster three-point shots late in that game, which, again, I'm praising these guys. I'm not taking shots. It's still a statistical anomaly. It's still... Not a thing I think that can be consistent. But to watch the Lakers, the Lakers forced, I think it was 16, no, maybe it was 19 turnovers, whatever it was. They forced a ton of turnovers against a um, against a Mavericks team that doesn't turn the ball over very much. I just, I was impressed by the, by the hustle, man. I liked it. Are we slowly warming up to the Lakers? Not that they're going to no. do anything impactful come postseason, no. but are they going to be involved in the postseason? No, but it's it is kind of nice to to watch these guys to watch these guys actually try. I mean, LeBron's going to pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record. It's a huge deal. It's going to happen. It's probably going to happen when the Super Bowl happens. So I'll be in Phoenix instead of at that game. Um, thank you, LeBron, for that for that parting gift. No one cares, but I care. It would be nice for the, him to do that where his team is not being humiliated every night. I mean, that's you know that's where we've gotten to. It's not, are the Lakers going to win anything? Are the Lakers going to make the playoffs? Uh, no to the first question, probably not to the second. Almost certainly not if you're including having to get to a seven-game series. But that is, I think, a given. I think it's a different deal if, as he gets this record, it's utter humiliation most nights versus, yeah, they're not very good, but they play really, really hard. They're gonna make it tough on you, and they've got pride, and they're gonna—I mean—they're gonna make you feel it. There were some shots to the ribs in that game for guys. That, I mean, they banged the holy hell out of Luka Doncic. The officiating was terrible. It really was, especially at the end of the game. But that's in part because it's hard to officiate these kind of physical games. You gotta want to put the the sweat and the blood and the toil and the anger and the frustration in. So no, I'm I'm not slowly buying the Lakers, but I am buying the idea that they're gonna present themselves this year. Go, down the stretch with some self-respect. In turn, does that mean if you view them as a non-playoff team that they do not go out come trade deadline and make an impactful move? Well, that's a debate within the Lakers organization, and I'm sure we'll get into a bunch as we get closer. I don't think they should. I mean, I, I had this talk with a, with a Lakers source the other day. Say you give away your 27 and 29 first-round picks, only ones that you can move. You're not going to win a ch- title. It doesn't matter what you trade them for, you're not going to get a title. So then you're going to have five or six years where you can't rebuild and stop like free agents will go there. LeBron's gone there and Shaq's gone there. Those are the two free agents that have gone there that have changed the, the Lakers. It's a, it's, it's a farce, the idea that they just they just lure people. What's not a farce is that we've lured Nick Costos, the best in the business at NFL Gambling. He's up next here on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.